She Said, He Said is sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. Our show is recorded each week at Creative Space Place Studios in Hobart, Indiana. You're listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge, a potpourri of everything that has to do with relationships and the baggage that comes with it, because there's a lot to unpack. So in the studio today of She Said, He Said, we have Jamie Fankhauser of Valparaiso. Welcome to mm-hmm. the studio. Thank you. The basis of the show, this particular show, is what parents will do for their kids. Mm. They will move mountains <laughs> for their kids, and you have moved some mountains for your child. Mm. So if you can tell our listeners a little bit of some backstory of your daughter and mm-hmm. the world that you've created for her. Well, thank you. I Well, first, I have two big girls. Okay. Um, 32 and 29, and they're biological. Okay. Um, but then Ava came along in my life mm-hmm. when I was working as a nurse, and I adopted her at birth. And through that process, I... Um, well, first of all, she we, we knew early on that she was autistic. Mm-hmm. And off of the autism then came a Hashimoto's diagnosis mm-hmm. where her thyroid stopped working. And I would say something for about 15 to 20 years, I was supposed to make soap someday. Mm-hmm. And when her diagnosis arrived with the Hashimoto's, I felt as if the time had arrived to try and make soap because I heard raw goat's milk could help your skin. Okay. Um, if it was made properly. Mm-hmm. And so I attempted mm-hmm. and um, succeeded, uh, shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> and she started using it, and it cleared up her skin so much so that people started asking if they could buy bars of my soap. So it's a strange uh, part of my relationship to her, but mm-hmm. the, the back story then becomes um, the, the now story is that off of that, I thought as the business started to grow and people started wanting our products, that it was for her to have employment as Mm -hmm. an autistic young adult. And so I kept going through the doors thinking that it was for her, period. Um, But my journey has always, what I tell people all the time is my journey is not a period, it's a comma. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord adds something else to my journey or my story. So it wasn't just for Ava, but as I walked it out, then I realized there was a whole community of moms and dads that wanted their autistic son or daughter to have employment Mm -hmm. and to be understood in an environment that was safe and um, comforting. And so hence, then came Bun Soapbox. Mm-hmm. So, Jamie, and, take us back, if you would, a few years before that. You had an interest mm-hmm. in making soap. That was just ruminating in your head for a while. Right. right? Yes. But then something triggered that, whether it was God, now Ava. Ava. It made a purpose. You had mm-hmm. to You had to create this. You had to make it happen. I had you couldn't to put it, it in the back burner anymore. No. You had to make it no, happen. No, I would just be driving along in a car one day and looking out the window and be like, I'm supposed to make soap someday. That's what I, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> and people would be like, okay, make soap. Yeah, no, right. I'm not supposed to make soap yet. No, it's not time yet. <laughs> it's not time yet. So Ava made it that time then. When she, she made it the time. She made it yes. the time. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So she transformed your world, and in turn, you've transformed hers. Mm. 
Absolutely. Is that, is that accurate? And very accurate. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two lives created for one purpose, but each of the purposes in in her life versus my life look different. And then it didn't end just with Ava or my. It it also is other people's. And I it's not even just the young adults who we employ at Bun Soapbox, but it's also their families that are impacted. It's the parents that think that their kids won't have a place to go or mm-hmm. to work or call their second home or their community or whatever you want to call it. And so it's this trickle effect of of one person, then two people, then five, then 10, then 20, you know, that's life. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw this firsthand three months ago, exactly almost, mm-hmm. when I visited Bun Soapbox and wrote a column about it. Yeah. Wait, three, three years, years ago. ago. I was like, sorry. like wow, three years I ago. remember, you came in? Yeah, sorry, three years ago this <laughs> month, or I meant to say three years ago this month when I visited that and I saw that in action. And mm-hmm. these workers you had, they were all so determined and mm-hmm. so serious at getting their task done, their job done, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Very focused. Very focused. Mm-hmm. And I got to watch that in action. And I always, Karen always says, since... When, that, when I wrote that column, then the pandemic hit, mm, and yeah. everything stopped. Everything right. Stopped. And she's convinced. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. She always mm-hmm. told me this for three this years This is true. If, 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 obviously, if the pandemic didn't happen, every, you know, a lot of lives would right. have been different. But I right. believe, I totally believe that, that this story would have caught fire. This mm-hmm. story would have gone national. Mm-hmm. This story would have been on the... NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. They always mm-hmm. have the first 25 minutes of the broadcast as the world is coming to an end, but the last five minutes is there's good news. There's good news and in a the happy world. Story. There's a, a happy, happy story. story. And Bun Soapbox is a happy it's story. It's a happy story. And I think it deserved mm-hmm. that national spotlight. And mm-hmm. the pandemic happened and then, mm-hmm. you know, other news took over the headlines, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But, That's interesting. But Buns is still here, and you're still thriving. Buns and is still here. And even when you say that, you know, I, you, I'm reflecting in my own life. And I, what, what God has, though, for phase two for Buns mm-hmm. took some preparation for us to be able to be ready personally. Mm-hmm. And when the pandemic happened so many lives right you think oh my goodness this is terrible but it ended up being really good for ava and i even though it was hard Mm -hmm. a lot has happened in our lives we've matured a lot we've Mm -hmm. learned a lot the lord has changed us drastically for the better mm-hmm. i think we're the better version of ourselves give us a, a snapshot of what buns offers because i don't think maybe a lot of our viewers or readers don't know the store mm-hmm, the store mm-hmm. itself the store like, yeah, what do you is, have there it's all handmade i'm a nurse by trade and so i use my chemistry class to figure out good balanced all natural handcrafted soaps skin products deodorants shampoos lip balms wow. The whole it all blossomed, hasn't it, since two thousand eighteen? Yes. So it's been five years now. It, It'll be five years in October. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all these products you've learned that people naturally gravitate to, don't they? They they want they it. They want it. Yeah. They, they want to go back to the way we used to do it because mm-hmm. they know now that chances are it's better. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about mm-hmm. Ava, if you don't mind. Just go back mm-hmm. from the, the beginning, if you'd like. Just tell us mm-hmm. what kind of person she, what kind of girl she is. She is amazing she's funny she is uh she's a problem solver Mm -hmm. 
so a lot of young adults on the spectrum have to be problem solvers because they can't fit into our world like we do normally but they have to figure out how can I do this how can I navigate so problem solving is huge in her life um, if I have a problem I go to Ava yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. can you problem solve this for me mm-hmm. um, she's very intelligent but she does struggle in in social settings that she doesn't feel comfortable with mm-hmm. but if you prepare her or walk it out with her then she becomes mayor of that. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That is good. Yes, yes. She's a a super cool kid. And um, I've I've had her since birth. She has a really great relationship with her birth mom. Oh. She has a biological brother, and they've become very close friends too. So she's starting to build. As she gets older, I've encouraged her to have a relationship Mm -hmm. with her biological family now so in the state of indiana there are there are no open adoptions it's actually when you sign off rights Mm -hmm. in the adoption process you have zero rights for the rest of their lives but it was a verbal commitment Mm -hmm. that i gave the birth mom and that was partly why she picked Mm -hmm. us and I kept my promise. And even though it was difficult maybe in the first years mm-hmm. just because of the emotional sure. struggle of, of walking that out, what does this look like, setting some boundaries, figuring out what feels comfortable mm-hmm. and what feels healthy right. until Ava's old enough to be able to figure it out herself. Mm-hmm. Um but now we have, like, a really great relationship. How did Ava respond to that uh, process early on? She she didn't know any different. Okay. You know? In fact, this is so funny because just this past week we were driving in the car, and I said, you know, not all parents tell their kids they're adopted. Yeah. And I said, that's a choice mm-hmm. that we have to make. And I said, how would you have handled that if – if I would have waited until like you were 18 or something. She looked at me and she goes, I am so glad you didn't do that. (laughs) That's what I meant. Yeah. Because she could have had resentment. She could have had some disappointment. She thought she could have thought of lost years, which I've been told by other adopted kids. Like, why didn't you tell me 10 years ago? I could have acted on that, right? Right, right. right. And she said it would have been a trust thing for her too then. Mm -hmm. Like, how can I trust you if you didn't trust me with this information? Yes. And so, thankfully, those choices were good to yeah. not for her Absolutely. and for the family. And um, I want—I don't want her mom. Her birth mom was so young when she had Ava. I don't want her to have to. Um, what what's the word? Suffer mm-hmm. um, because of a difficult time in her life. It was the hardest thing that woman has ever done in her life, right? Absolutely. And I want her to be able to enjoy Ava and the benefits Mm -hmm. of having two moms that love her. Mm -hmm. That is a benefit, isn't it? Yeah. It's a huge benefit. Is that part of your ideal plan early on, or is that too even hard to conceive that back then? It was day one. You had 
Mm-hmm. You had that vision. It was day one. Wow, that's amazing mm-hmm. you could have that vision. Mm-hmm. It was day one. I remember when we went up to the hospital to pick Ava up, and I processed. I always tried to process what she was thinking, too, sure. instead of I was living in some fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I was taking a child and falling in love, yes. and then there were stories of bad things that could happen and, you know, all those things you have to process. But I was trying to process what she was possibly thinking and trying to put myself in her shoes. And so when I went to go up to get Ava that day and bring her home, I realized that she could possibly never see her again. And I would have her for life, Mm -hmm. depending on how it all played out, right? And so I thought... I'm not going to take from her the things that she didn't want to have to give up. And that were, those things were putting her in the wheelchair to carry Ava down instead of me. Or inviting her, because once the papers were signed, it was like, okay, birth bomb, you can leave now. How cool is that? Right? This woman, she just, she loves this baby. And that's when I just said, would you like to stay? Would you like to help me put her outfit on? Would you like to come and take, I know. What a gesture of love. Yeah. You know, help me put, help me with the pictures and, you know, all these things. And that is where the trust started Mm -hmm. between the birth mom and I was fearfully mm-hmm. accept right yeah, i was right. fearfully ex- right. That's inviting that. her mm-hmm. into that space and trusting that it would all work out oh and it has it has wow, yes that yes is so beautiful it really is so it's not just a small business of course you want to support mm-hmm. small business support all sure. small business Please. But, <laughs> um, but your business, I mean, truly, truly gives mm-hmm. back and mm-hmm. gives purpose mm-hmm. to these individuals. And it really is a beautiful thing to see. Because mm-hmm. when you go into your, your store, I mean, you see them at work. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it, you see how it's all made. And right. It, and it, it really is a beautiful It does have thing. the aroma of inclusiveness, doesn't it? Because yeah. you walk in, you see it, you feel it, you mm-hmm. smell it. Obviously, you know that. When There's you... so many senses yeah, when yeah. you walk in. People say it's an experience. It really is. Jamie, what's the update on buns these days? What are you doing? What kind of products are you offering? Um, oh, my. Who's there at the, at the house or the business and that kind of thing? We are transitioning, so my hours are more limited for a lot of various reasons my first decision in making that. So we're only open on Fridays and Saturdays now, Mm -hmm. whereas before I was open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I knew my time with Ava was closing in as she's going to be, you know, she's 17 this year. And so I wanted to seize more time with her for Mm -hmm. sure. That was one of the main reasons why I made that change but also we are starting to transition to a second vision that mm-hmm. we had and yeah. it's a nonprofit side to Bun Soapbox. And we have launched that. We have a board of directors now. We've hired a gentleman from Texas who's flying in next month and we've he he will help us develop 
an all-inclusive living resort for special needs individuals to live independently here in Valparaiso. That was your dream, wasn't it? That was the second part. Amazing. Mm -hmm. What do you want from this vision? You told me this three years ago, Mm. and you had this idea, and now it's three years later, and it's kind of happening. Right. What do you want to see from this vision? What do you want to culminate from this? I, uh, all of us, the entire board, we want, so what happens when autistic young adults graduate from high school, they, they go into isolation. They don't really have a social network. There's not really anything out there for them to stay connected, and it's awkward for them. Sure. It's not their normal go-to. If you can combine work and living and what they do outside of just socially in the same environment, that becomes their community naturally. So it would be um, working there, having purpose, having friends, living independently, and that's what their parents want too. They, They want to know that when they're gone, that they have a place that they can call home. Mm-hmm. And it certainly isn't an institutionalized residential facility no. that makes parents feel comfortable to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. They want them, we want to create a space where people are jealous that they don't have autism. Oh, wow. that's <laughs> beautiful, Jamie. Right? Why can't we have that? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Instead of sad, that's a beautiful of where vision. somebody yeah. might have to go mm-hmm. after their parents, you know, pass or can't care for them or whatever. So, yeah. what's the next step for this to make this a reality? So this this gentleman we've hired, he has created five others in the nation, oh, but wow. this will be the first one in the Midwest. And uh, we got connected through uh, some friends in Michigan who have a special needs individual um, for their son is. And so he has written a six month proposal. It's intense. <laughs> sure, it's, it's very intense. And then from there, once we get to that place, then we'll we'll probably reevaluate and write another six month proposal. But he's pretty confident that within a year we won't need him anymore, and it will be up and running and functioning. Really? So, where in Falpa do you know? Do you have the land mm-hmm, already? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's actually the land I grew up on as no a kidding. child. What mm-hmm. a dream. Yes. Really coming yes. full circle, isn't yes. it? Yes, and it's yeah. for sale. So, I mean, this that's just, just crazy, oh right? Gosh. Right? It was just meant to so, be. I believe so. All and right. even just as we step out in faith that he constantly is doing more and more mm-hmm. to validate that we're on the right track. It's not like things are we're struggling to walk mm-hmm. it out. It seems as if... We as we start to walk it out, it has become easier, and the doors just keep opening. So, I don't know how it's all going to work. I tell people all the time, I don't know what I'm doing, but that's the beauty of it. Yeah, is he will do it, and mm-hmm. we just have to follow. And how about one more question about Ava? What is her role with the vision, the dream, the yeah. business on a daily basis? What is she doing it's with her life right question. now? So. Right now, 
Uh, 17 is that funny age, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And you want to figure things out on your own. Right. So she actually works for another business downtown. Does she really? Mm-hmm. And she came to me and she said, Mom, I want to try this. And I think I, I said, I think it's a great idea, sis. And she absolutely loves it. So I'm letting her you figure have to. it. You have, you have to. to. Oh, yeah. We've, we've learned that as parents. To. Oh, I want, yes. Yeah, that's one of the I themes want. we have on She Said, He Said is parenting and how difficult parenting. it is. There's nothing harder. No, At I At least agree. in my life, there's nothing harder than parenting. I, I can agree. get a job. I could work. I can make money. Right. Relationships either come and go or you work out. Mm -hmm. But parenting, and it never parenting. ends. It's a thing. It's right. so hard for you to have that kind of foresight for your daughter. Mm -hmm. Like, fine, you have to let them go so they come back, that kind of Absolutely. thing. Oh, it's so difficult to do. And she is very talented in photography, and she's starting to pursue it. Oh. And she prayed about it, and she said, Mom, I think God wants me to be a photographer. And I said, I think you're right. Yeah. And a lot of people, when she started speaking it out, started confirming, oh, my word, I've thought that before. I think that's a great idea. And so it'll be interesting how God will use the photography. Oh. She'll have her own soapbox through photography. That's the she plan, will. isn't it? Mm -hmm. She will really be a great photographer. Mm -hmm. I, I think so. And she learned how to follow her passion like her mom did. Right. Really? Right. Against all whatever it mm -hmm. might be, right? It's not Aspects. what I'm doing. Yeah. Right? Right. And that's even what I told my big girls um, because I was a nurse. And when they were starting to think about it, I said, don't be a nurse because I'm a nurse. I said, you do what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Well, they both ended up in the medical profession. Uh, but it was because they wanted to do of it. Of course. You have to let them. Not because mom yeah. was doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, it's like letting them go and letting them make the decision. And Absolutely. It's, and it's so hard because they have to to fall. And, oh, yes. And it's like, no, let me save you. Like, yeah. You have to stand back, and that's so mm -hmm. hard to do. But then when they get Failures up. Failures can be good. Yes, because mm -hmm. when they get up and they figure it out on their own, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I'm so proud. It's ten times better. <laughs> Failure really is. is informative. It, it is. It is. That's what you'd want for your kids mm -hmm. at times. You don't want them to fail, but you want them to learn from it. It's hard to see that transformation again. Right. You know, for that. Right. I, I see Ava someday being at this new vision you have, this dream, taking photos of all the people living there, posting it and sharing it. So she's still going to be a part of your vision, I'm guessing. I agree. But maybe not doing what you thought she would do like five years ago. Ten so, questions. Ten questions. Okay. And these are just, just, you know, they're not... Cheesy. They're not... Well, yeah, they are kind of cheesy, well, but they're, they're a little thought-provoking. It's got to be cheesy. It's you. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Touche, Jamie. Touche. Yes. Okay. The first one is super easy. So what is your full name? Full name. Jamie Lynn Fankhauser. And where were you born? Valparaiso. And what are your parents' names? What? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> These are the questions. Larry and Cheryl. And what do they do for a living? They're retired. <laughs> but what did they do? What did they do? Yes. My father was a construction. Mm -hmm. um, he owned his own construction company. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what is your favorite word? Hmm. Is this supposed to come easier than yeah. that? <laughs> no, not at all. No, they're no. just like, Extraordinary. Oh, oh, good. Wow. 
What is your least favorite word? Fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. The word and the sound. The I guess word. all of the above. What sound or noise do you love? Cardinals. Oh, really? Singing. Mm-hmm. Oh, In the that. morning. What sound or noise do you hate? When somebody's taking something out of the freezer and it rubs up against the ice and it makes that screechy, really? crackly noise. I love <laughs> yes, that. Yes, I run out of the room. I never would have heard of that. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Hmm. A nutritionist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What profession would you not like to attempt? A doctor. Mm. Last question. Mm-hmm. When you arrive at the pearly gates, what would you like them to say to you? Mm, well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh, oh my God. Of course, Jamie. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. That gives me goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> you are truly someone to look up to. Oh. Yeah, that's why we so wanted to have you on our show well, thank for you, that you reason guys. alone. Yeah. Yes. yes, thank you so much. And thank, thank you. you. For, we just wanted to get your your message and mm. just your your humble little shop. Mm. Give so much back. Mm. And we just thank want you. We just want we just want the world to know. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. And I we thank you for your time to come on our mm-hmm. cheesy little show. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> thank you, Jamie. You're very welcome. We'll thank circle you. back in five years when your dream is a reality. Yes. yes. And to Ava be is shooting it and, uh, to be continued. It's a comma. It's not a period. It's a comma. It's a comma. Very well said. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jamie. Thank, thank you so you. much, Jamie. Yes. You've been listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davich, sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises, and recorded at Creative Space in downtown Hobart. Find us at nwi.com and where you find all your podcasts. If you enjoy our show, we hope you return with your own viewpoints about couples, relationships, and the subtle or not so subtle differences between spouses, mates, partners, and potential partners. We welcome your opinions, your experiences, and especially your love lessons.